The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Hello and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S. This podcast episode is a live recording from Reading Comic Con where I got to interview the gents behind Dead Air Movie, uh, which you can follow on at Twitter at Dead Air Movie and also on Facebook at Dead Air Movie as well. It also includes um, a brief introduction and a brief uh, part from one of the cast members, David Shaw, who many of you will know as Jay's dad from The Inbetweeners, but also um, from The Office as well for those of you who are a little more mature. Um, so please sit back and enjoy this interview. Hello, Richard S. here at the Film and TV Show. Uh, I'm at Reading Comic Con at this precise moment in time, and I am with Pete and Jeff, who are the brains behind Dead Air. And if you don't know what Dead Air is, it's the film that I reviewed, or the trailer and the script that I reviewed um, a couple of weeks ago. If you have a look on the uh, WordPress, you will find it on there. Have a look as well because it is uh, it looks it looks decent. I'll be honest with you, it's, it, it does look amazing, guys. It really does. And thank you for taking your time to come and speak to me. Just no happens that, that, that we're all here in Reading at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, it's nice. Right. It's great. So, first of all, Pete, talk to me about the the script because right, you were okay. kind enough to send me the script, and it's, it's, I loved it. Cool. I, I really did love it. Um, it's, I get a very 80s vibe from it. Was that what you intended? Did you uh, intend an 80s sort of vibe from it? Or? Uh, yeah, I don't think that was the the initial thing of it, was it? I think Not it kind of came... No, it, sort of it came from... Um, I met with Jeff uh, a couple of years back now uh, because I'd made a film uh, called Scroll, which was uh, a horror oh. with uh, that had Daisy Ridley in it who went on to do Star Wars. And Jeff had seen that and we kind of met up for a coffee and he said would you uh would you write something for me and uh i'd been waiting 20 years for someone to say would you write something for me um so so yeah i I kind of said yes and and he pitched me um this idea basically he had access to a plane um and as you do do, yeah (laughs) i've got this plane um and we can do anything we like as long as uh, zombies are involved and uh uh, pitched me an idea, uh, and I was in- incredibly rude and kind of went, <laughs> how, "How much of this do you want me to keep?" Uh, and I went away and I scratched my head for a, uh, you know, a couple of days um, trying to work out because it was it was like a, an old Russian biplane that we had access to, and I was thinking who would be on something like this. Yeah, like something like that of Indiana Jones. You remember Raiders of Lost Ark? Yeah, travels from one place and that, yeah, that yeah, plane yeah. with the that lands in the water. It's, it was like that. So. It was, it was a passenger plane of about 20. That's right. But it was tight. 
<laughs> so um, I, I kind of I can't remember I think I was watching loads of kind of films at that time so things like uh, Deathgasm was one of them um, that I'd recently seen so that kind of had a heavy metal kind of aspect to it uh, I was a big fan of Dead Snow 2 more okay. than Dead Snow um, I, I mean I'd looked at that film and kind of saw uh, you know when the first one came out and went Nazi zombies not really for me but when I saw the trailer to the second one I was like this is like Evil Dead 2 kind of yeah. that kind of vibe to it uh, and, and I've been kind of going through all the critics films at the yeah. time. so my brain kind of meshed all of that together and said well what if we have a band on board um, and they're going to a gig and they're meant to get on this private jet and they end up getting on this crappy you know uh, old biplane uh, everything's kind of going wrong for them and then we throw some kind of little creatures that turn them into zombies that was the initial thing for it and then yeah. and then we kind of went zombies are a bit done and we wanted yeah. to change it a little bit yeah. from, from the zombie aspect but it kind of went from there and then we just went back and forth revised yeah, the script changed so the dynamics just, yeah. so Pete would send me a draft I'd say I love this can we have a look at that? I mean, there was nothing... I never really disliked anything, but it was more like from the flow of the film. Like, how about we look at that in a different way? And then I throw it back to Pete. He'd then come back with an almost completely different version. I'm like, oh, OK, well, let's just take a bit of what you had before, a little bit of this, and, and just kept going backwards and forwards until we had something that we really, really liked. Mm. And we said, yes, yeah, we're, we're there now. And it, it is good. It makes a great read. And uh, I have to say thank you again for letting me read the That's script because right. I was just like, yes, I to sit <laughs> and read this. And literally, as soon as I got it, I was like, right, sat down and I read it. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, and I'm laughing. And my wife's looking and she's going, what? And I'm like, I'm just reading a script. And she's like, <laughs> and I was, I was sitting there and I was reading it and I started formulating things in my head about the different characters and I, I like how it's just like drummer yeah, yeah, yeah. singer and I think that's that's really clever because it just you're not you, whilst they are characters you're not giving them a, a full identity yeah, yeah. and I think and, and I did put it in my review that I actually like there is little to no character build so you can make your own assumptions yeah, yeah, yeah. and I really like that because well, we it, had to kind of rely on the strength of the actors as well yeah. because um, when we were casting it, um, there were so many people we really liked to be in the film, but it was about making sure that who we had in those roles would would embody that character. So because we've got so little screen time, because this is a short film, we want to make sure that whoever's there, could, you, could, you know exactly who they are by how they're dressed what they look like, how they're acting. We need, they need to sell that character from almost the moment they're on the camera. Um, I mean, and I think yeah. I think from your script as well that, re- that it does that mm. just because of the words they say. You know exactly what type of person that is from the way they talk. Yeah, yeah. I think we yeah the when when I write normally I'll give characters names. It's not yeah. always that. Yeah, I I, I I teach as well, and when my students kind of come to me with a script and it. It says, like, man one. I'm like, give them a name. Um, but we kind of came up, you know, we kind of went back and forth, oh, should we give these characters yeah. names? And we always came up with the, no, you know, I think it was more because we had, like, when, when you're watching a band, 
if you don't necessarily know them, you, you just go, I really like that bass player, I really like that yeah. guitarist, rather than, yeah. I really like Jane over there on the you know, bass, or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and some of the actors really wanted names, so we gave them we names. Did, we did but, give them names. But you never uh, used but, it. But, yeah, no, as far as, you know, the, I think if we, we do what we hope to do, which is turn this as a kind of a, a vehicle into a feature then the characters will have names there because there are going to be more characters and more things going on. So um, I think they will have to embody those names, but they are still going to be quite cartoonish names. They're not going to be necessarily... I think it's, they, I yeah. think it's, quite, it's quite ironic, really, because they've got no names in the, in the script yeah. and they're a punk rock band. It is very punk rock to not, mm. to not have names and just be kind of bassist, yeah. singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I thought yeah. that was actually quite, quite good as well. And... I know I've only seen the teaser and I'm, I want to see the main one <laughs> but it's from what you can see there's a it's very it's very dark it's very very claustrophobic yeah, which is sure. which is really great um, and obviously I, I spoke to Kate about it and then, then uh, I said to you Pete she, when she said it's gremlins on a plane I was like done I'm sold <laughs> you know more. but then when I saw it it's, it's more critters but yeah. Yeah. it's the same premise is the same and it's because it is such so, so inclined, and I think there's one scene in the trailer where uh, I'm not sure who it's the is it the singer and she the blonde hair yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. was she's down with the co-pilot Charlie. downstairs yeah. Yeah. yeah and she's and you can see that the face has changed I actually saw a shot I don't know whether I was supposed to see it it was a, a, a like a picture that someone's put on their Facebook who worked on it as well I don't know who it was and she's got a picture of her and like everybody you mm. guys as well but she's still got her. Yeah. Her mask on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there are a couple of those shots out there. We're trying to limit it as much. Well, as we're going to throw up. We're going to throw up one this. Throw up. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to put up one this uh, this week, which is the band uh, uh, turned. Turned. Yeah. Um, which I think because we, it's one of those films where because it is quite fun, it does. It's not really a spoiler that. Things happen to them, no. yeah. uh, so uh, you know we're not we're not too fussed in that that respect. I think because this is a proof of concept short for a feature, um, you know, certain things are going to get spoiled anyway because everyone was so enthusiastic yeah. on the set. You know, everyone yeah. was taking pictures yeah. left, right, and centre, and, and our standpoint was, yeah, just just take pictures, share it, because at the end of the day, we, we're we're crowdfunding this, so yes. we need money from people, and if they can see that it's going to good use and that it's all coming you know, as part of a huge project and everyone's really excited about it then if they can see all that from many different voices yeah. then they'll make, you know, maybe hopefully we get more and more people putting in so yeah um, I mean the, the people that we've actually got on board through kind of the whole the whole project you know obviously the actors but like Andrew coming on board as the the puppet coordinator he, he's worked with the Hensons and uh, um Jerry Anderson's kind of family and stuff like that and and he came on board because he saw it as his gremlins yeah he wasn't you know he wasn't able to work on gremlins but he saw this project and went I want in on that no it's like you know having Dirk Maggs as well who's a big kind of audio guy you know coming in and going I really want to work with you guys yeah People that's what obviously makes us really excited yeah. you know, rather than us having to go out and go please please can you but you know, as, as Jeff kind of mentions you know, we're crowdfunding the, the post-production and um, 
you know, without kind of the support and the help of people coming you know, on board and going, we want to see this done too, mm-hmm. things get cut. Yeah. You know, a lot, you know, we, we, um, you know, the, the script that you read uh, was probably, well, it was obviously like draft 50-odd, but <laughs> uh, there was a, a beginning and an end to that, yeah. that story that we cut out. Yeah, um, and we've got a guy yeah. called Liam Harris uh, lined up to do an animated opening, which will be the opening of the original script. Yeah. So how the characters turn up at the the airfield. And, yeah, and how they end that. up on that plane. Uh, which will be great if we can yeah. get to do it. But yeah, you know, we need to. We need the funds. We need to rent the money. <laughs> yeah, we need um, the money. And, and I think I, I think I said um, when we spoke either either via Twitter or email that. There's so much scope for before yeah. and after yeah. Yeah. that particular short part sure, of the film sure. because there's I, I just love the way that it opens the same way as it goes out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. For that bit, and I when I read that, I was just like, that's genius because it's it kind of it's like a the snake yeah. eating its own tail yeah, sort exactly. of thing. It's yeah. Yeah. you know you, you come into the film yeah. in, in in this particular way and you go, and you go out, out yeah. in exactly the same way. And that was kind of our way of wrapping it up as a short, but originally uh, we had like another sort of a ten minute, well, about five minutes of, of, of story that happened before that, and we also had a, a different ending to it as well. There's like another five minutes of, of, of extra stuff at the end. Obviously, we, we it's cost so much money to do this stuff, so we kind of had to change how we end the film, still keep it cool and, and wrap it up as a short, but the the opening. Is something we were still intending to do almost right until we started crowdfunding, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when we realised that it would be too expensive to shoot that as well as everything else, we said, "Well, how are we going to? Let's find a way of cutting the costs on how to make this." And we had to drop the beginning. And then when we realised we could get Liam to come on board to animate the, at least the opening, yeah, I don't want him to do the end because uh, it, 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 it then, ends yeah. absolutely fine where where, yeah. we, where we do end it, but um. But I always love that opening where, where we introduce the band in a different way, yeah. and um, it, it, you can you can see I'd, some of that is in the concept art. There's a if you look in the concept art we've got online, there's a picture of a van with the Monster Kitten logo on the side and the band standing outside. We had this moment where the the van turns up and they all pile out the back and and there's other things that went on and there was a lot more conversations between them and the manager. Um, and we've just he seems like a real douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan's lovely. Uh, as, as a person, yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely. That's yeah. the whole point. Of the game. That's the whole yeah. point. He, he, he's such a nice guy, and then he gets to play some real creeps <laughs> <laughs> in general in film. But because I, I saw him in um, a film called uh, My Bloody Banjo, which he also stars alongside James Henry Morton, who's playing the co-pilot yes. in, in Dead Air. And uh, I didn't know who Dan was. Uh, sorry, Dan. Um, until <laughs> until um, Pete pointed him my way and said, "Look, you know, we really need this guy. He's really cool." And then I saw him in Bl- My Bloody Banjo, and I, it just made me laugh because he's so horrible in that film. And I said, "I can really see him doing really well for us as our manager." And um, and, and then and then we asked him, and he said, "Yeah." So so we were very very lucky. He does read as a very uh, a very douchey sort of character, but yeah. it's it, it's a necessity, I suppose, and it kind of plays on the stereotype of band manager yeah. is kind of a, a bit of a douche. You know, when you think of... Uh, it reminded me, actually, of um, the band manager from Rock of Ages. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I can't think... Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. Yeah, yeah. Is his, his kind of, it kind of reminded me of him, very... Not sleazy, but... Really, just a 
Yeah. Douchebag. Oh, I've, yeah. I've only recently seen that, so that wasn't part of. That wasn't your. That wasn't in the back of my mind, but yeah. Oh, I, I, I could it have yeah. been in the back of Dan's mind? I don't know. Right. If he's it's a Rock of Ages fan, then. Well, I don't know. Well, when it's when pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's, it's all right. Because I, 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 I haven't seen Rock of Ages, but when um, but when we had Dan on board, you know, um, and we sat down and. He just started throwing some accents at me and things like that, and sort of how this is how I think I should do it, and we just laughed and said, "Yeah, <laughs> love it." <laughs> but I think yeah, that's the, you know, because I think the way that Jeff works, um, and uh, you know, on, on this project, we we uh, did a short beforehand, and it was similar on that. He's just so inviting, you know, allowing yeah. people to kind of come in with their own ideas and not go, "No, this is the, this is the one. yeah." And for me, as like someone who is always written and directed stuff to kind of go and take that direction aspect away from me and hand that over to someone else that could be really kind of quite nerve-wracking but you know such a good collaborator and uh, um and you know that was the way that it was with the cast you know they'd come to him and go can we try to do this and he was like yeah yeah Never rule anything out. I mean, obviously, you know, you know where you're heading. Yeah. And if people can improve that journey, then then you've got to take it. And how did you find doing the doing the, the directing? Because it is it's very very small cabin, isn't it? It's it must be the smallest smallest plane I've ever seen. Do you know what? It was <laughs> all right. Yeah. It was all right for me because I sat uh, right at one end of the plane with hardly anyone around me, where there was no chairs, and I had a telly. I used to sit there and watch it, and then all the actors are all crammed in. I felt sorry for the camera crew, to be fair, yeah, and the sounds, because, um, I mean, Tom Allen, the DOP, um, he never really saw sunlight. Bless <laughs> him and James Skerritt, the uh, first AC, and, and Jake Robinson, the second AC, they were, and, and, and uh, Taylor, <laughs> who was the sound person, they spent more time on that plane than anyone else, because... Whilst everyone else was sort of having a break, you know, getting some food, they were prepping for the next shot. So um, they, got, they, I know when I spoke to Tom after we finished shooting, he actually felt physically sick for a couple I of days. I think that was possibly down to the amount of mould on the plane. On the plane yeah. Because uh. we shot at Black Hanger Studios, which yeah. is a studio just down the road from here. Um, and they've basically got this 737 outside there their offices which they've used for a number of different films but the last one it was used for that we know of it was was the Miracle on Hudson one yeah Uh, yeah. so they they dumped it in their water water, and then obviously it's been sitting there and we were the last uh, last film to film on it because they're yeah. selling it off. They're, they're getting rid of it. What, mold but, yeah, yeah mold no, the, the thing is, because it's been sat there. I mean, you know, they they gave it a clean. We gave it yeah. a clean uh, before we. But it's still, you know, it, it was quite cold. It's sort of cold, and you know, there's there's odd bits of mold here and there because you can't clean the whole thing. Yeah. It would take forever. But um, it was it was a great experience. You know, I mean, the the people at Blackout were amazing. Yeah. The studios fab they gave us they did such a good deal um you know we had access to so many different things there's no way we could have made this film anywhere else no. i mean where we originally intended shooting on this like old russian biplane i can't imagine no, how we would have filmed exactly. this film anywhere <laughs> except at black hanger to be honest it would not have worked did you take any inspiration from any other films that you've seen in the in the shooting of uh, of the film because yeah. for me, I can see aspects from a few different films, especially the lighting and the way in which it's shot. Especially the the bit where I think it's the the, the, the singer 
kind of moves the curtain slightly. Yeah, yeah right at the start. Yeah, yeah right at the start of the well, teaser. Yeah, well, basically, when we, when we sat down and we knew that we were going to have this 80s vibe to the film. It's not set in the 80s. It's not no, set in the 80s. I didn't think it was, like 80s yeah. 80s kind of feel. Yeah, but we, uh, I just said vamp. You yeah. know, there's a, an 80s we horror. We vamp vampire film with Grace Jones called Vamp and you look at the colours in that it's basically sort of neon pink and a, and a bright green and um, and it's a similar sort of colour scheme in films like From Beyond as well yeah. which is another f- sort of favourite of mine um, and I just said that I said that to Tom the DOP I said that's what I want I want that so um, basically we rigged up one half of the plane with a bright green colour and the other half with a bright pink um, and then you'll see hues of it yeah. almost in every shot. Some it's a lot brighter, particularly in the hold where um, our critters are held. Dave, uh, Dave, yeah, <laughs> uh, we can fail. It was that was Stuart Bannerman's idea, I think. In the end, yeah, I think we were I talking so. about it. Um, you were on a on a podcast with him, and I said about that. He said you should call them all Dave. He said that's it. He's but I think Dave. because Jeff, every film that Jeff's worked on, he's had a character called Dave yeah. anyway so uh, it just fits yeah. in nice. Yeah. yeah we had I mean because there's no actual Daves in the film because no one has a name it was the only way of getting a Dave in yeah. by us calling the, the, the creatures Dave so yeah it's good yeah, you can definitely tell with the with the lighting and with the and the smoke and everything that it's very 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 punk which is great and yeah. there hasn't been a film or a short like what you're, you guys are doing like Dead Air since Critters, the first, I'd say the first one because the rest aren't exactly great. The first one isn't even massively great anyway. But 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 there isn't there isn't anything like a comedy horror type thing with puppets because it's all it's CGI stuff or it's you know it, it's not it's not stuff you can physically see and touch and, and everything it's yeah, all I think, yeah. I think there's been more of a revival of uh, kind of like puppet stuff this last year because as we were crowdfunding all these other crowdfunders were coming up we've got puppets and we're like yeah. no <laughs> we've got puppets we've got too <laughs> um, but uh, yeah you're right I, I think you know CGI has certainly kind of taken the place of um, a lot of practical effects but a lot of people that were into the films in the 80s have now got to that stage where they can actually make films yeah, yeah. Um, or have power to you know like J.J. Abrams and people like that and go no, we want the practical stuff in you know Force Awakens or whatever it might be and it's an art though having the practical yeah. effects it's, it's an art and it's it, it, it's yeah, a labour of love for those yeah. who do it and I think yeah. you get that feeling from, from the films I mean there's only a split second where you see Dave in the in the teaser, yeah. and you kind of you know, behind the seat with his with his yeah. eyes, and he's yeah. just like. There's two, oh, two shots looks. in the trailer we see, and there's a bit where he pops out in front of the singer. Out the yeah, but that's very blinking. You miss. Yeah, 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 true. And there's a bit where Kate's moving through the plane, I think, or is yeah, it it's um, Dan? It's Dan, Dan. Sorry, and then you see one of them pop out yeah. in the background. Just behind them, yeah. 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 So we made sure they've got glowing eyes, because that was that's the other thing. While well, we one of the reasons we haven't shown many photographs of uh, the way Charlie looks in the in towards the end of the film is purely because it's almost unfinished because the as much as you want to do practical there are certain elements in the film that we can't do practically yeah. like basically when when people get turned their eyes glow bright green yeah and uh, we couldn't do it uh, on set so it's something you're gonna have to do in post so um so what you're seeing is kind of half the creature look yeah 
so that's why we weren't really keen on anyone seeing the full um, the full Charlie the full Charlie but they all seem to have they're all very eclectic and very different in themselves especially the the one thing in the trailer where the real punk one with the with the pink hair is just like one, two, three. Oh, um, that yeah. takes a, takes. A, I assume she must be the drummer because she's got the she's got the drumsticks and she's smashing it on the thing. And, and they all seem completely different, which is great. And as I said, when I was reading the script, I could I could picture myself characterising each one differently and how yeah. they would yeah. and how they would speak. And obviously, I've only spoken to Kate, so I know how she speaks. Yeah. Um, and, well, and funny enough, she doesn't say anything in the film. Does she not? Well, in fact, she has my favourite line in the film. So, uh, um, Come on, what, what, what's your oh, favourite line? No, I can't, I can't oh. tell you that. But we can, yeah, oh, when briefly you turn panic. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I mean, the, um, the thing like with, uh, you know, uh, Stacey, who, you know, I think depending on where the... The, the lighting hits so she she actually had blue kind of blue, blue yeah. hair in in the film but you know the you know, the, the lighting changes the color of it but um, it, that character was written for her before I even knew her yeah. uh, okay. because I knew that Jeff had worked with her before and I, I I guess I was in a way trying to be a little bit sneaky and making sure that he liked the film <laughs> liked yeah. the script by going uh, this one's written for Stacy but then as soon as he read it he was like this is Stacy, and I'm like, yeah, it is Stacy. Never matter, <laughs> but it, you, you know, if you if you know Stacy like I do, and then you read the characters of that's Stacy. She's then. actually in a band as well. She actually yeah, in a she's band. She's in a band she? called yeah. Withal. Yeah, um, she's a fantastic singer in real life. Um, she can't drum for Toffee. Um, she had to take her drumming lessons from a friend prior to the shoot. So um, there was a piece of music that she has to drum to, um, and her friend drummed to that tune um, so uh, uh, and then she practiced it before we started filming but yeah she, she sings but she can't drum I don't know if any of the others can yeah I think no, Joe all, you know, can Joe, sing Joe was in a band back in when she was a teenager yeah in a all girl band um, and I don't think Kate can although I might be doing Could her doing service, service. Yeah, I don't know I never um, asked her, to be honest and I'm not sure about Charlie, Charlie. Charlie can do it all. She probably can do it because she's <laughs> awesome. Um, but no, I'd never really asked if she could sing uh, or anything. I'm sure she can. She'll have I think to. they all do. Yeah, yeah. uh, feature. For the feature, yeah, she'll have to sing. Oh, they'll have to do all the lessons and everything, exactly. won't they, to get yeah, it done? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, can you give, can you give us, and lastly, a, a little known fact that only you guys and maybe a couple of people from the um, from the, f- the film would know about the film Ooh, or a little um, bit of a little bit of a little bit of canon or a little bit of um, well actually do you know what there is I mean uh, well we do I, I can tell you a little bit we do have if we reach target on our crowdfunder we have a, a Hollywood genre legend who's agreed to be in the film basically this actor um, we just randomly thought it wouldn't it be amazing if they were involved and I wrote to their agent and they said oh send us the script and I, I just thought it would go into a black hole to be honest so we sent them the script and then about a week later they said oh so and so has read it they love it, they want in um, let us know uh, when you want to do it 
and so we were like absolute gobsmacked. I mean, this this, this actor has worked with people like Steven Spielberg, David Fincher, James Cameron, some of the some of the biggest Hollywood legends out there. And um, and You've there they Googling are. Now, yeah, they're the Googling right. Which yeah. actor's been in films directed by those people? Um, and 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 he's and he wants. Sorry, damn! It's a man. I've just said it's he. So it, it, it's uh, this actor says that they they want in. So. Um, but obviously, you know, we, it's not going to be free. Uh, we need to, to pay them, as we've done um, most people that have been involved in the film. So we need to raise the funds to do that. So, But we can't do it unless we hit our target, Yeah. which is um, uh, frustrating because, um, yeah, if we don't hit target, then we kind of have to say bye-bye to working with someone that I have um, been a fan of since the early 1980s so um, I'm a huge fan of this actor and the chance of being able to work with this person is just doing my nut you know <laughs> so uh, yeah well it's all the more reason for guys to to go on the Indiegogo yeah, page absolutely. and absolutely just give whatever they can and yeah. you've got some awesome perks as well to give away to go with each each tier of payment anyway it's not like it's here we're going to do this it's, it, it, you can see from each tier that there is a lot that yeah, you guys are, are given for it now they are really really good I mean we're film fans so and we do back other projects so we know uh, what people give and, and we know what we want you know? Yeah. we know people want you know um, sign posters or things like that um, and, and that's what we want we want, want people to really jump on board not just because they want to give us money but because they want they want to see the film do well they want to see the film it's not just about oh let's you know let's just give them some money it's, it's got to be a little bit more than yeah, that yeah absolutely they want people to go away with a smile on their face and think they've done the right thing um, but obviously every time someone donates it all goes into the fund to help make the film that a little bit better yeah and we're at that stage it's a very delicate stage at the minute where um, every penny we get now actually will determine what we can do to finish yeah. the film because we like the, the animated opening sequence and things like that if we don't get the right level of money then there are certain things that are going to have to drop you know yeah. uh, I'm not saying we're going to drop the animated opening sequence I'm just saying there are certain things that we're going to say look we can't afford this yeah. so we're going to have to say goodbye to it um, and what we'll do is when the, the crowdfund is over if we don't hit target we'll have to sit there and work out what we can and can't yeah and it's a shame we don't want to be in that position we want to we want to afford everything that we think the film needs absolutely. to be finished and it's that. currently as we speak now on Saturday the 25th eight days is that what's left eight days left yeah I think eight so eight days. Days. it finishes next Monday uh, week Monday week Monday week so Monday. what's week Monday that's the fourth, fourth. so that's nine days it depends yeah, on whether you look at Indiegogo on your phone or well, <laughs> well, yeah, eight or nine days. Eight or nine days. So you've Week got Monday. you've got until the fourth, basically fourth of December to, yeah. to give any to give any money, and you know, and I've read this, I've read the short script. I love it. I haven't been paid yet, so I can't do anything to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fight just to it's, it's a fight just to get me bloody expenses. Yeah. But um, but I, I will I will donate because I want to see the film work. I want to see it. I want to see the trailer. <laughs> More than anything, I want to see the trailer because I'm sitting there watching the teaser and, I'm, and I, like I put in my review, I watched the, the teaser, then I read the script, then I watched the teaser like six or seven times more and I, could like, and I was like, oh, look, I can pick 
you can see I can what and bits, I can see what yeah. bits or what and I was like oh this is you know it has to be done and you know there are there are some fantastic people behind the film and it's not just obviously the guys you see on screen it's the guys you see behind you know like you guys that that it was the right time absolutely to introduce um, the pilot in dead air yes David. Mr. David Sharp. Hello. Absolutely. Hello. 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 And for those who, who don't know David, David, well, David's known for a lot of things, but for, for my sort of generation, David's known as Jay's dad in the Inbetweeners. That's right. That's my claim to fame. Absolutely. Claim to fame? My claim. Claim. Obviously, your claim to fame. My claim. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah. And for older people like Jeff, it would have yeah. been the office. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But you do you play the pilot? I and, play the pilot. And in the teaser that I've te- the teaser that I've seen is uh, the pilot. You're happily swigging away on a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, that's right. Which is oh. brilliant. Yeah, I think which it's imp- I think it's important when you fly on the plane to be relaxed. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think the interesting thing about shooting that is that you, you're you're um, sober, aren't you? You don't drink. No, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm teetotal. <laughs> teetotal. So like we we had to make this like really dodgy whiskey looking thing I can't remember was it cold tea Pete I can't remember I think it was, it was yeah. yeah it probably yeah. fell but he had to drink so much <laughs> on it <laughs> well reading read the script it's like in every scene that, that the pilot's in it's, he's drinking yeah that's right I think <laughs> that was drinking the conceit I think Jeff did it on purpose because he knew I didn't drink didn't he <laughs> no I didn't write it I blame Pete for that well I blame right. Pete for that <laughs> did Jeff tip you off that no, I didn't, didn't actually drink no. yeah, okay. Just but, it, it, but it, it, it is great that that obviously there are certain aspects of the film that are just it is just funny yeah. and it is just when you watch it I mean having only seen the tease I feel a bit of disadvantage but I've read the script so I can kind of put it into my head and it, it kind of it just feels so fun and so so 80s horror and I, I love that that's the, that for me that's just brilliant yeah um, but what sort of brought you to in, into the film James Hamer Morton because I, I did a film with James called um, The Fitzroy which I assume Jeff yeah, saw yeah, yeah. so oh, me so I worked on it of course you did sorry Jeff <laughs> I'm getting old my, me- my memory's going it's late in the day you spent all day out there signing autographs <laughs> yes, I have to say now that David is actually a guest here at the con and his, and his yeah. meeting is his fans out and yeah. he's kindly come in to have a quick chat as well which is brilliant yeah well no my pleasure but it's um, it's a bit weird here <laughs> there's some very strange people at the comic con here but um, no, so James Hamer Morton and I became friends on the Fitzroy, and he had this—he was doing this weird documentary at the time, and he kept following people around with his camera, and then me and him kept doing stupid things like wrestling and uh, pretending that we were kissing and other silly things for his documentary. Then I subsequently saw the documentary. That's yep, yeah, yeah, uh, bid for my life. Yeah, yeah, mm. bid for my life on Amazon Prime, by the way. On Amazon Prime. You'll thank me later, James. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fifty quid, please, James. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I got involved. Jeff kindly offered me a part in this, and I was happy to do it. And then, uh, as all, as ever, what I find with films, you read the script, and you know, I'm not the most um, visual person in the world. But I imagined it would be really funny. But when I got on set, it was even better than I'd imagined. And when I saw the the subsequent trailer that, that yeah. you've sent out, it's even better. The girls look fantastic. They do, absolutely. The colours in the movie, 
the little critters as well. It all looks much, much better. Even me in uniform. I've got to say, I look good in the uniform. <laughs> I do. I look you, you, look, you look very comfortable in that seat. <laughs> yeah. You look very comfortable. I think <laughs> I think because in the in the teaser, it's about four seconds. Yeah. And it's kind of you're like, yeah, uh, sitting back. I'm basically getting pissed throughout the whole thing. That's yeah. that's my character. And your character is all about the money as well. Yeah. All, about, all about the, the money. money. A bit like Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> all about the money. All about money, but it's it, it is it is fun. It is a very funny comedy, from yeah. what I can read, and it's very it's very tailored to people like myself, fans of the the best comedy films, like Gremlins. And yeah, Gremlins yeah. and Critters, yeah. and yeah. you know that when you're using actual puppets and yeah. practical effects, yeah. and not the CGI where you're talking to a tennis ball on a stick and someone's trying to whack you with it, or that you see in like. I think it's also interesting visually having uh, an all-girl group as well, and yeah. I think I, I think they add a kind of modern feel to the to, to the film. And I'm a big fan of all those horror films that we were talking about as well. And also, um, we will te- tear your soul apart. Remember that? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I actually worked with Doug Bradley once on oh. a completely different kind of a film, and he was, uh, you know, he's like a comedy icon uh, a horror icon isn't it so I think all of those films from f- are very close yeah. to my heart as well so when I saw this yeah. I thought it was that but with a modern twist yeah that's my feeling and it's great that it's, it's set on a plane and you're in the you're in the air there's, there's nothing you can do when you're mid-flight no. you kind of have to take the shit and deal with yeah. it basically and yeah. that's kind of what happens isn't it it's kind of you know I like the idea of the lullaby yeah I like that yeah. idea that was to as a, as a way of keeping them it reminded me of um, I can't think of the film there's a film that does something very similar I can't think it's not, not so much a lullaby but there's, there's music playing I can't think what it is now you're talking about the one where the, like, the devil passes between people and there's like a music a song yes. they whisper I yeah, yeah. remember Denzel Washington film it'll come is to it Kiss the Girls no no it's not no. Know, I saw a, a film years ago called Creep Show yeah. and there was a Tasmanian devil in it and there's, ever since that, it must have deeply affected me in childhood. Because ever since then, horror films, particularly with these kind of creatures, yeah. totally freak me out. Really? Yeah, and when I saw Gremlins, I remember, even though it was funny, I remember being horrified at the creatures. So I'm hoping that this film will do a similar thing. You know, you'll have part of the audience that yeah. will find it hilarious, and the other part that will be scared out of the Yeah, the, I mean, the way we approached the creatures, we, we just wanted them to look like critters, uh, sort of critters, gremlins, and yeah. so they you know they might not scare certain audience, but I mean, you know, hopefully there'll be some people that that they might give people the creeps. Um, but it was more about the, the when you see um, Charlie. Um, and some of the others, when they sort of become sort of adult versions of the uh, of the creatures, have <gasps> I given a plot away? When they get bitten, and they they turn into these big monsters, um, and we wanted them to give people the creeps yeah. more than anything else. Um, well, more, uh, and it's more about how they move rather than all about the looks as well. Yeah. So it's um, sadly, I did not get to film Charlie Bond, and I, I knew Charlie anyway. I've worked with him before, yeah. and um, I would have loved to film with him, but I've seen. Photos, yes. stills of her makeup, and it's terrifying. I've seen one, and I mentioned it earlier. I've seen one picture of it, and she does look terrifying <laughs> in a great way, obviously, yeah. in a great way. But it, she does look really different, but the same because you can you can see. There it is. Is that oh, it? Yeah, sorry, I'll just oh. show you. 
Carry on talking. No. Yeah. So how did you how did you find see doing your your bits and filming your bits in the film? Well, it was great because I'm I'm into sort of punk music anyway. So in my day, there were all these like girl bands called the Slits, and yeah. then you know even bits off the Banana Rama and Bow Wow Wow yeah. bands like that. So I'm all for female rock bands. But you turn up on set, you know, everyone's lovely, everyone's really friendly. James I worked with before, you know, it's such a good atmosphere. So I just had fun. I mean, these days I'm getting older, you know, I don't, I don't want to do work that's overly serious. I want to enjoy myself. Yeah. yeah. You know. And that's, that's what we kind of hope when we shoot a film. I'd rather it be fun and relaxed than tense and, and, and not enjoyable. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point in doing it? Filmmaking should be fun, you know. Yeah. I've worked in America where they take it all a bit too seriously for my liking. Yeah. So um, I can imagine they they're completely OTT serious. Yeah. yeah. I did a TV show over there called The Strain, and the first I day I took yeah, yeah, have you seen? And so I'm playing this character called Rudyard Finescu, who's got this really dodgy Russian accent. So I made the mistake of listening to YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> this guy was going this and, and that and doing this like really strong Russian accent. You know, he's doing it like that. So I started doing it. And the producer, probably quite rightly actually, comes over to the director and says, is he going to do it like that? <laughs> so, and the director was a guy, Phil Abraham, who had done Breaking Bad, yep. The Sopranos. So when he asks you to turn the accent down, you're not going to argue, are you? No, no. Did you? Did you? I, I haven't seen it. So how did you do the accent? Yeah. Well, in the end, I did it a softer. I didn't do as many zis and zats. <laughs> I just like I. I had my scene with David Bradley, and I'm holding a gun against his head, and I'm going, "Who are you?" You know, doing all this stuff. So you do. You kind of get the gravelly voice, and you you do the accent as best you can. Yeah. But you can't overdo it. Okay. I mean. A, a lot of Ameri- uh, accents on American TV are not brilliant anyway. No. I don't think they would know Russian accent. This isn't going out in America, is it? <laughs> Probably not. Well, I don't know. It depends on who listens to it. And, you you know. might have massive fans over there. Yeah. I, I might. Just for you. <laughs> yeah. you. Well, you never know. Well, I'm sure they've got to learn to take the rough with the smooth, though, let's be honest. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, it looks like a great film and it. It reads fantastically. As I said. More, more importantly, is we need the money for a feature yes. film. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. And we were saying that there is so much scope for before and after this part of it that could really build a massive crescendo towards the end, because obviously they're flying to a gig. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. what, don't, what don't ha- give the end away. <laughs> well, no, well, no, people will people will kind of get the idea they want a plane, and the synopsis says as much anyway. <laughs> I think what this short we did reads as is a really good trailer, taster, for a movie. Yeah. And I really think this film should get made because it, it, it's, it's quite unusual, actually, in yeah. a lot of respects. Even though, like you say, it's a throwback to some of those old 80s horror films. The, the way that we filmed it, I think, is, is original. And I think it would make a great, a great feature film. Yeah, so, and that's exactly what I said. In, when I did my review was that it is original it's not like the usual Hollywood rehash of a film that they've taken it's it's completely original there are aspects from other films but it's done in a way that is so different yeah. and it's something that needs to be made and I completely agree it needs to be made as a feature film it's um, like the idea of having puppets on the plane really. yeah yeah <laughs> Well, well, I think it's a great concept. And of course, everyone's innate fear of flying. We're yeah. all terrified of flying. 
And what's worse than flying? Being stuck with a load of <laughs> dodgy creatures on a plane. Or a punk rock band, depending yeah. on whatever your taste is. <laughs> wouldn't mind them all girl punk rock band, to be fair. Well, no, they're all very, very beautiful ladies, so you, wouldn't, so you, wouldn't, you wouldn't mind that, really, would no, you? Doesn't matter what the music is like, you just stick your headphones in and just look. <laughs> oh, I don't know, they could play some crap, couldn't they? <laughs> they, could, they could try. Can they actually play their instruments? I don't know, yeah. I, know uh, I know Stacey sings in a band. Oh, yeah, she does. We've already had this discussion. Yeah, um, yeah you came along too late. Then. You missed that band. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no. I'm not sure about... Um, the, I know Joanna sang yeah, yeah, in, in, uh, it. She actually had a record track at one point. There you go. Um, I don't know about Kate and Charlie. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure Charlie told does. Well, I'm pretty sure she. I'm sure when Kate listens to this, she will be like, "I can." Okay. <laughs> and yeah, she'll I'm sure tell you. Can, but you know, then they need to get a showman out there with them singing. Yeah, absolutely. Form the band. Well, that that would be the best bit of the feature film is actually hearing the band, <laughs> but they've got to be brilliant or yeah. rubbish, one of the two. <laughs> well, yeah, because either way, yeah. either way it'd be brilliant, whichever way you look at it. So <laughs> maybe they'll, they'll be like one of those, um, you know, uh, modern punk bands, D beat, which it just sounds like noise, yeah. you know, like discharge. Yeah. That's, that seems to be like the modern sort yeah, of punk yeah. feel. Well, there is a band that we were sort of weird, sort of talking to to see if they will be interested in, in being involved in some way shape or form um, they're a band called Pantychrist <laughs> I think I've seen them you should man. I think I've seen them because I, we go, I go to Sorry? All, they're really good Pantychrist I thought they were great I go yeah. to all these punk rock gigs. You Do know? you? Yeah. I know, I've um, seen a few of your Facebook Yeah, so there. like, you know, I was up at the Rebellion Festival because I, I do my own poetry and stuff like that, nice. the Rebellion Festival. But in, when, when I go there, it's all the old punk bands like the Angelic Upstarts, Chelsea, um, Stiff Little Fingers, you know, all these like amazing bands. Yeah. Um, what are they called? Buzzcocks were there as well. Nice. So I think Pantychrist yeah. played Rebellion and Did I they? caught the end of one of their sets, yeah. I just love their, their sound. It just, just feels to me like very 80s, but in a good way. Yeah. You know? um, when, when Pete played some of the tracks, I said, oh, they're great. I, I haven't heard them, but I, I will, yeah, I will I mean, take all of your words for it and yeah. I will go and have a we've listen. We've also got other influences in there. Like We've got um, Eric Knuckles, from, yeah. uh, who plays with the Wonder Stuff. Um, and as well as a, uh, as a singer in her own right, she's got the Eric Knuckles band. Um, she's been really, really good to us, um, and so she's going to. Uh, uh, some of the songs in the film will hopefully come from her. Um, and we've also been we were chatting to Fuzzbox as well. Are you remember Fuzzbox? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, so you got Megan Burke, um, Sri Black, and they're sort of the new newer members because um, they're sort of coming back together and doing a um, tour and stuff. Um, I saw a band quite recently from America called Barbed Wire Dolls. I've heard of them. They're, they're fantastic. They dress very scantily on stage, and they're very beautiful women, but they're brilliant singers as well. So they're a great band. Thoroughly recommend them. Yeah. But there's the, we've got so many musical influences that we've taken on board when we put this together. Um, and it's just nice that some of those sort of influences are talking to us <laughs> in a nice way yeah. uh, and also the other lady we were Rather chatting to rather than reporting it to the police exactly exactly uh, she Laura Kidd she Laura Kidd she makes war um, we've been chatting to her as well wow. um, she, she's, she sounds phenomenal she's actually quite friendly with, with um, the one stuff as well um, I gather or she so played with Erica so. of course she did yeah. yeah she was a bass player all of this is more of a reason for people who listen 
to donate, yes, to indeed. add money to the crowdfund, or Indiegogo, it's still crowdfunding, but yeah. to give money to, to really help get this done because if it gets done and it, you know you can put it into a feature film then and yeah. sell it like you say as a and come to the premiere if you give money to it yeah yeah definitely yeah. well I've, I've already said to you I want tickets so I'm going to I'm going to donate and, and so that I can get tickets so that I can come because well, I want to come like, we get a lot of people on, on social media saying oh I can't wait to see this I can't wait to see this and and what's frustrating for me is that all these people that say it it's absolutely lovely that they do absolutely lovely just give a little but bit. all they need to do to see the film all they've got to do is either donate to get the um, the yeah. link to the digital download or buy the DVD or the Blu-ray they're the only ways yeah. that anyone's going to get to see this or tickets to the premiere yeah. that's it there's only there's four ways of doing it so it's lovely that people want to see it and it's lovely that they say they want to see it but unless they do one of those four things yep. it's not going to happen no. Unless it goes straight out on a torrent site somewhere down the line and we're screwed. But, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you never know these days, do you? Everything, Everything lands gets up down on a torrent, torrent yeah. site, doesn't it? But, um, but yeah, that, that, that's the thing. You know, we really, really, really want people to um, to just back us and grab one of those perks. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And as well. We're only giving away uh, so many DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah, I think it's um, like 30, 30 or 40. Yeah, it's not even about 40 left. Yeah, yeah. So there's not a lot left. So... Um, and then once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, yeah. And you've that's got to, it. You've got to donate for the film and the feature film as well. Well, the whole point is we want to get the short done first. This is what this yeah. one's about, and then that will kickstart. You might actually get some money for it if you go to Cannes and places like that. Um, something we need to look at, yeah. and that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah. We just need to find the right people. I think the well, hopefully the um, the short will capture people's imaginations yeah. enough that they'll want to donate. Speaking of money, I'm now going to go back to my store. That's fine. It's not a problem. <laughs> well, well that, that's fine. I will come and. Uh, can I just grab a quick picture? Yeah. From with all of us. I'll yeah, just. Yeah, I only charge ten quid, so. <laughs> but no, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's, no it's been an absolute eye opener and kind of fanboying slightly because I've read the script and seen the trailer. So it's, it's nice to to have been given the opportunity. So you seem thank like you all. I am. <laughs> I'm an absolute fan. I love these things. They're, fanboy massively but thank you so much guys I really no appreciate it thank you. No, thank you thank you thank you